Did he ever put you in, a, in situations as players, I suppose, that you just completely disagreed with yeah. tactically, yeah, massively. but you still went and executed that plan, almost knowing it, you know, it's, yeah. it's not well, right for us? Even the mindset, in one of the training sessions, and, and I hope I'm not speaking out of line here with all David Moyes, but our mindset, we never worried about the opposition. We, weren't, we never set ourselves up and said, oh, we need to make sure we contain this and contain that. We're going to try and win this game based on what we're good at. Yeah. yeah? yeah. And, but I remember the first couple of games against Liverpool and Chelsea, and we were talking more about Hazard and Coutinho than we were about our own attacking tactics. Doubt. So Great. there's doubt, and there's, players then look at each other, this ain't us. This, yeah. We're not used to this. And you can see even the younger players looking around going, whoa. This is episode two. I'll be your host, uh, Jack Coogan, or you can find me at Jack Zini on Twitter, J-V-C-K-Z-I-N-I. Today, I'm joined by my good friends, Ali and the one and only Alan Rezepa. You can find them on Twitter at Alan, R-Z-E-P-A, and I think underscore O-C-0-2. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh... Glad there's no West Ham. Saved, yeah, sa- saved saved us this weekend, and England actually played quite well. So we might we might England might be back. Not that we were ever there, but we might we might we might be cooking again. I didn't see the game today. I saw a Rice score the other day, which we'll talk about. Um, but you guys played well today too. Saka scored, right? Yeah, Sa- uh, Saka scored a screamer, but. Well, oh yeah. The, the thing is, the thing is, is the Italy game the other day. We, I don't know, like the first like half an hour was the best I've seen England play. Like against an actual like, they're not as good as what they were like in the Euros, but like they were compared to what England normally produce versus like Italy, Germany, France, all that. Like we should have been three or four up. So, but the second half we kind of done typical England, sat back, nearly collapsed. But the fact that we're going away and beating Italy shows. Show sign of improvement. Something's there. I mean, you guys, you have all the talent in the world that you really need. This is the best England team in a long time. Yeah we, yeah, we should be. I think we should be winning the Euros. Like, I mean, I don't want Southgate to still be the manager, but <clears throat> if we, if if I mean, if he doesn't win the Euro, he'll go. I think he'll go after the Euros anyway. But um, if he doesn't win it, like, yeah, it's curtains. It's the same with Moyes, really. I think though, like, if you talk about the Conference League, like. I was reading about it the other day. Like, it's kind of a big debate. It's like the fact is, it's a catch twenty two because if we win the, if Moyes doesn't win the Conference League, then he has to go. But then if he does win it, then he's not going to go. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I feel like he's going to be, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like he's going to be here regardless. Because I, I, don't I want... think that he's going to be around regardless. That's just the way it seems. Like, if we stay up, and even if we just go to the final and lose, like. It's hard to see them giving up on him. Um, yeah, okay. it was actually something I wanted to ask you guys about. Was is there something that he could do to convince you to stay, like winning the Conference League and finishing twelfth? Like Alan, what do you uh, think about that? Um, not really. I just if, even if we win the Conference League, I want him to go. So, so like, yeah, I mean, I think that we're all in agreement to on that because nothing will change in the long term but 
I don't know, man. Like, if this team... Sh- I, but the thing is, I'm so out on this team actually showing any real signs of improvement. And if the players... I mean, we talked about it last week. If the players really have this much doubt in him, I don't know what he can do to actually convince us that he's worth keeping around. Well, this yeah. is what I mean. Is like, you hear X and all that says, like, I don't know. Or you hear it in the papers, like, like the Guardian and stuff like they always say, and they have like good links to the like the club. They always like, oh, the players have been unhappy of his methods and stuff like. How is he? Why? Why is he still the manager? If like all that's coming out and the like, I don't know, like people like I'm pretty sure like Fournals, like people like that, are, like unhappy. Then Lanzini obviously is not happy yeah. with his like game time. Like if he's yeah. if that many players are turning on him, even Suchek, like do you remember that whole thing at the start of the season about um boys wanted to. Uh, Moyes wasn't willing to give Suchek like new, didn't want him to get a new contract because he wanted to. So like, oh, even like players that you deem like his, it, like you must have seen the Kufal thing, like yeah, yeah, with what I mean. yeah. about how he's a the ultimate pragmatist and it's winning at the expense of everything. And when you're not winning, that doesn't really bode well for you. Um, I think Suchek just should just remember that he's a sorry excuse of a professional athlete. Um, <laughs> like, I think he should keep that in his head whenever he feels hard done by. But yeah, no, that's like, it's a great question. It's like, if these players really feel this way for it to be coming out now in March, it has to have been this way, at least since the world cup break. It's like, why was he given so much extra time? then? But I think it also may bode well for the fact that we'll move on. I think if this club can get Michael Carrick, we're in really good hands. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, they should have sacked him after the Leicester game. I think it was the one right before the World Cup. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. We lost, we lost yeah, so, yeah. And that's what they, they should have That's what I mean. They should have sacked him then because, obviously, we would have had six weeks to get a new manager in. And we didn't... Well, we had, like, a lot of players. But, like, Skamaka, for example, wasn't at the World Cup. Like, we had we still had decent players, like, back at Bowen, like, back in England. And the... And the thing is, they could have easily got the Wolves, the Wolves manager. Look, they've got a bit uh, of a... Yeah, him. That's what I mean. Like, Emery. Emery was a big one. Even, like, this sounds really mad, but, like, even Sean Dyche, like, I think a new... Like, you've seen the kind of new manager bounces given Everton. We definitely have a better squad than Everton. Like, I refuse to believe. Well, yeah, 100%. That's what I mean. Like, the, so, I feel like even the new manager bounce would have just lifted the team just over the line, and it wouldn't have been as much jeopardy as it is. I completely agree with the new manager bounce comment. I think that that's what makes me most nervous about this run-in is that all these other teams are going to have the – there's just few extra points that you get. Like, I mean, Everton beat Arsenal. Like, we play Arsenal again at the bowl and however long. Like, we're going to look hopeless in that game. We're going to we're gonna lose the city. We have other games against big teams. And, like, this upcoming week is really going to define our season because, like, when we've dropped points here or there, everybody's like, well, we'll find points. It's like – we are running out of time to win oh, games. No. Oh, no. And going back to after the World Cup break, <clears throat> I remember, like, you were one of the first people, Ali, who I saw out on Moyes. But for me, I was like, okay, like, give him the break. Give him those first three games after the break. If it doesn't improve, he has to go. We picked up one point from a possible nine from Arsenal, Brentford at home, and then Leeds away, who are also horrible. Yeah. yeah. And he started Carrera left back against Leeds, like, it's not like the oh, players let him down. Like that <laughs> team selection is insane. I that I think that's a, there's so many things. That's why I, I I can't see him staying. Like that Arsenal game, for example. 
like I mean they're the best team in the league for a reason, but we absolutely like yeah. Fabianski let that in, that awful second goal. I saw, goal. I saw I saw it today the Martinelli goal is embarrassing that that goes in. Oh yeah, post. and then the fact is like the, everyone debates like oh people like I know like Kerr or Johnson like they're not good enough, and I, I, I agree to an extent, but the thing is how can they how can they be good enough if he just he doesn't put consistent team do you know what I mean like in defence there's not been one back four like that's kind of stayed at, like all the fullbacks like Emerson has a bad game he's dropped Kufa has a bad game he's dropped like you can't you can't give them like he doesn't give them a run of games how, so how can they possibly be any Emerson good? has a good game and he's dropped I know it's, it's weird I'm, I'm it's looking very at... weird because he has his favourites and the other thing I'll say is like I haven't seen Moyes put a player in a position to succeed this season, and I can't remember how long. I mean, you look at it from a million different angles. I mean, Aguirre was playing right center back for weeks. I know that we were short of numbers. Like, Carrera's been bad, but he's played everywhere and nowhere consistently. Fabianski, he persisted with until he got injured. Ben Rama has the shortest leash on the team, so he can never feel comfortable out there. The only player that's allowed to go out there and feel comfortable is Bowen. I mean, apart from yeah. Rice. Like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Oh. Even if you take in, to example, Pakatar, like he's the fact is we played two games against Leon last season. He must have seen, like I remember when we played them at home and he was sat on the half. He was the be- yeah, he was the he, best he, player on the pitch too. But he was sat like I don't know how to explain. It, like he wasn't in. The, do you know what I mean? He wasn't where you expect a number ten to be. He was sat more on the halfway line dictating play. Yeah, he signed him. He was like, oh, we want goals and assists. Like yeah, he does score and stuff. But the <laughs> fact is, like, how does he not? Ta- how's it ta- taken him six months? After we signed a player for fifty million, it's ridiculous. It's, it's honestly, it's mad. Alan, you can go more into depth about this because you probably watched more Leon than either of us did. Like I said, Leon, um, Leon than I did last year or Ali did last year. But like, I feel like it was pretty well known that Paqueta, especially like during his time at Leon, was playing in a pivot in a four four two, and he had the worst seasons of his career when he was playing further up the pitch at Milan. So, like, the question has to be asked, does Moyes even deserve a chance to get what is there out of Paqueta when he didn't even know what he was signing in the first place? I mean, the thing is, uh, Paqueta was playing pretty much everywhere for Lyon. He was sometimes playing as a striker, as a winger, as as a forward, as a 10, as a pivot. So I guess Moyes just looked at Paqueta scoring goals in in, uh, in like highlights analysis provided to him, and thought, okay, so we're going to play him as a ten, and he's going to score goals and assist and whatever. Um, but like, yeah, it just shows how little understanding Moyes has about the players he's signing. Like for example, Skamaka, Ale. Even when he was coming here with uh, Felipe Anderson on the team, which he started Anderson in his first game uh, as a 10 and then just dropped him because he didn't like how Anderson was playing uh, in the hole, which is like... Yeah, I remember with Felipe, he was playing him almost as a second striker and not letting him get on yeah. the ball, which was so weird. Um, and something I would say about with the players he's signing now is how does it make any sense for to target Lingard and Amadou Onana and then when you miss out on those players to pivot into Kostic and Paqueta and then into Maxwell Cornet. Maxwell Cornet 
and Jesse Lingard are not similar players. Paqueta and Onana could not be more different midfielders. So it's like, what were you actually looking to put into the squad? Like, I understand at a certain point, you just need to add quality. But, like, was there no profile of player that he really wanted? Because we, I think we would have all agreed over the summer, our biggest need was getting somebody next to Rice who can really play. And Paqueta can do that, but that's not what he was signed to do. And, like, we've still – I mean, Suchek's probably started 25, 20 Premier League games again. So, well, if you remember, he was also after War Prowse, which – Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I don't I don't see War Prowse being similar to any of those other players. And uh, that's the thing is he's he signed Paqueta, but he, he was so reluctant to drop Suchek. Like, at the start of the season – I mean, it's still feels so long ago, but I, I remember Suchek, like, he wasn't as bad as what, like – I know he scored against Spurs. Like he, he was kind of coming a bit back to. But then I think we played Everton. And that was actually when I first kind of turned boys out. To be honest, but we played Everton and Suchet. Like that was a just, terrible game. He just can't. You know what, awful, like, yeah. what annoys me about Moyes is he lives, he lives on the pass so much in terms of like, oh, Suchet might get us a goal. He scored like two goals. All, I don't even. I'm gonna have a look. I don't even know how many goals he's got. But like, he hasn't scored more than ten goals since. So uh, when I was talking, I was talking to Joe a while ago about this, who abandoned us today, by the way, but I was talking to him a while <laughs> ago about this and um, I don't remember the stats off at of the top of my head, so I'm just going to ballpark them, but between, so Suchek had that run of form, right? When like around the time that Lingard joined and scored, it was like eight yeah, goals. Was, he scored like yeah. eight goals in 11 games and besides that, I think he has like nine goals and like 70 Premier League appearances or it's something like that. Like, I don't want to be quoted on the numbers right now because I didn't know that we were going to be talking too in depth about Mr. Thomas Suchek. But <laughs> either way, like if it's nine goals and 60, it's bad because he doesn't offer you anything in midfield. Like I remember when we first signed him, like Liverpool, he used to win the ball back. He used to be actually physical in midfield. He hasn't used his quote unquote physical presence in midfield for us in probably – in the league, at least, since I can remember when we beat Liverpool at home last year. He has not been yeah. a physical presence in yeah. the field. He just gets walked past by all these players. And you can't play like that with somebody in midfield. The only reason that we've survived as long as we have with that is because we have a world-class number six and number eight playing next to him. Mm. Yeah, I um, I mean, I've kind of been done with him for a long time, to be honest. Uh, oh, I, I think... think- I think yeah, the thing is the, the European has. games is last season in terms of Sevilla and Leon. Um, that's obviously what's kind of blinded like pundits and stuff in terms of because obviously everyone like us who watches West Ham like every week we yeah, know they don't watch happens. us. But that's what's been blinding people like Suchek because he scored that goal against Sevilla and he's unbelievable. And same as Leon, he was good, and mm-hmm. his league form's been awful. And I think I think it's I think I don't I think. I, I won't. I mean, I don't think he's going to be dropped again anytime soon. In terms no. of, I think it'll be P- Paqueta, Rice, Suchek, midfield three. I can kind of live with that if Paqueta's. Thank, kind of that's the thing. Is, thank God he changed it to a four-three-three, and Paqueta's not playing yeah. so far up the pitch. Solid pitch, yeah. Because <clears throat> we need him on the ball. He's our only player who can actually link defense and midfield and the attack. He's the only player who can help us build the ball and help dictate. Because I mean. Rice has been great this season, obviously, even if it's his worst year since the last time we were in a relegation fight. But 
I mean, like, he can't do everything. Yeah, he can't hold it on his own. I don't, I, I mean, yeah. I was interested to hear what your guys' lineup would be for a Southampton game. Because I, I would throw a bit of a curveball in there. I would start Lanzini, I think, over Suchek. Yeah. I would, I would yeah. love to see that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it would happen, though. I personally, oh, yeah. like, as much as I love Manu Lanzini, like, that's probably my favorite West Ham player ever at this point. But he, um, and I think that he deserves a lot more minutes in the league. Um, yeah. And I'll talk about that more in a second. I would start downs instead of Suchek. Just, like, you know, let Rice be like a box of box eight and just let down sit and break everything up and just be sure mm. on the ball. But I do think that Lanzini needs more game time in the Premier League and there are going to be games that he can start. Um, I just think that for this game, just like maybe chill a little bit. But the one thing I would say about Lanzini is he hasn't played enough in the league last year. Uh, him and Fornells are both top five and I think it was like pressures per 90. And now, yeah. and like we're one of the best pressing teams in the league, and now we never press, or like we don't do it well, but we do it well whenever we finally do decide to do it. Um, I think Jonty Coleman was talking about that recently. I think that when he takes Paquetta off, he takes him off every game, he, and he's always on a yellow card in Moise's defense. But like when you take Paquetta off, it doesn't have like it should be Lanzini because yeah, it's be the only other that. it's the only other person who can link play and who can keep the ball in the midfield. Bringing on Fornals for Paqueta makes zero sense tactically. They're not similar. Yeah, no, if I you want to Yeah, if you want to make a sub to for someone to play in the Paqueta role, let's say, uh you either drop rice to that to that place or you sub on Lanzini like playing Fornals as a six. It makes absolutely no sense now. I just, I, it blows my mind that he does it because every time he brings Paqueta off, we lose whatever little control we had. And I was looking at yeah. a graph the other day. Um, I think it was, was it on Opta or was it on Between the Posts? I think it was on Opta. And it was showing like teams' controls in certain parts of the pitch and like highlighting them. We, the only place where we have 55% of the touches or more against our opposition is in our own box. Everywhere else, it's either contested or they touch the ball more than us. So we already don't have control of games, and taking Paquetta off takes whatever little control we do have away when you don't bring Lanzini for him. Um, yeah, but that 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 is exactly how Moise plays. Like he doesn't want. If you like watched his Everton side, let's say, yeah, uh, it all it was always the same. The midfielders had to run, had to tackle the ball. Uh, for example, Fellaini. Like, yeah. That that is the perfect uh, Moyes midfielder, and, and we had that with Suchek when he was scoring goals. But he's not. He's now not scoring goals and not contributing defensively enough. And it's been like that so for like, a year and a half. Yeah. So like, if you want to have a team that's going to play the ball through the midfield, it's it's just not going to happen with David Moyes in charge. No, yeah. it's almost—it's almost like I was just gonna say—it's almost like he's trying to deliberately suck the life out of like any like like with Ben Rama, like any kind oh. of attacking threat we have. It's like oh no, and like they even say it though. Like it's even been quoted like the players are like, if we're one 0 down with ten minutes to go, more just rather we don't concede a second and get the equaliser, which yeah. I 
Yeah, which like no, that always blows my mind. Especially like okay, now we're in a relegation battle. Like goal difference is important, whatever. Especially while we have the upper hand on it, but he's always done that. Like the thing I will say is, whenever we do chase games, that's always the best that we've looked. Even when we've been good, we always look better when we're chasing a game. Which I understand in some ways happens just because teams tend to sit off and things like that. But we have the ability to play on the ball, and he brought in players to play on the ball, and he talked all this trash about, oh, uh, like I want us to take more control of games, blah blah blah. Mm. Either he doesn't actually want that, or he's incapable of coaching that. And either way, that's a fireable offense. I think, yeah. I think the thing is, is obviously what's happened is we've gone from kind of a counter-attacking team in terms of teams aren't giving us like loads of respect in terms of like we're going into games and we're underdogs. Yeah. Well, the fact is it's switched, and obviously Moise has signed all these players. He's not. He's one of those managers. He's not very good manager when he's kind of like Man United, like Everton. His side were always up against it, but when it, yeah. when the, when he's expected to perform. He doesn't know what to. He doesn't know what to do with these players. Like Skamaka, for example. Like his treatment of Skamaka is so bad. Like I, I mean, I wasn't, ha- I wasn't Haller's greatest fan. Like that's probably controversial with you guys, but like, well, I think Skamaka is like a, a cut above. Like he's the best striker we've had for years by a mile. Like no, I, I, I think Danny Ings is a good Premier League striker, but no one can tell me that Skamaka is not a better player than Danny Ings. Like I'm not, I'm not debating it. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't have an issue with Ings as a player in the squad. I have an issue with his wage and with the fact that he's just automatically in front of Skamaka no matter what he does. He touched the ball 10 times last week. And the other thing with Skamaka is it just comes back to that Moyes has no idea how to coach a team, how to play with the ball, which is embarrassing. All we do when we build the ball up, we just get it to either wing and we just play triangles and try to work crossing angles. It's horrible to watch. Um, and the other thing is, like, whenever we do work the ball through the midfield, it's either always through Paqueta and Skamaka, and it's usually just, like, a moment of, like, individual brilliance. Agree, yeah. Um, and then going back to the Ben Rama point, Moise's treatment of him has been crazy. I've, like, almost never seen a manager more reluctant to play a player than him. This year, he's kind of had no choice but to rock out with Ben Rama just because the way he started the season and, like, he has been one of the only players to show any kind of cutting edge. But with Cornet coming back, do you think Cornet should start? Oh, and yeah. if he should, how yes. do you work him into the team? Do you drop Ben Rama? Do you play Cornet up Bowen. front? You drop Bowen? You play yeah, Cornet I drop Bowen. Yeah. Ooh, I think I Bowen's think we, been fine recently. It's not about Bowen being fine or not. I think we need a, a an impulse. We need someone who's going to... like change something in this team and Bowen is currently very very stable in what he does and it's like okay he's going to get a chance he's maybe going to score maybe not but most games he's ghosting through and it's exactly the opposite what we need to to what we need right now if I'm being honest I said this a few weeks ago I don't think it's as needed now but we we don't score any goals. We generally defend fine. And with Zuma and Garrett back, we have two athletic and capable center backs. What would be the issue with trying to go 4-4-2 and playing Bowen and Ben Ramo, or even Fornals off the left if you want to have more stability, um, with Rice and Paqueta in the pivot and then Skamaka and Cornet up top? What's like? I don't know if I would do that now. I think I forget what game I said we should try that before. I want to say it was a month ago or so. 
But like, what is the actual issue with that team? We already don't have any control in midfield. So what's the issue with taking a player out? Because we're gonna go long anyways. He won't do it. I think the I think the thing is it's interesting because he's a player we've been crying out for in terms of pace. Like like Antonio used to be that guy on the right wing before he was. Yeah, he's not fast anymore. He's not. He he hasn't got the legs anymore. Like he's he's still fast, but he's not. We haven't got like an an Adama type. Like obviously not as fast as him, but you know what I mean. We've like not got like yeah. nobody goes zero to a hundred in like a millisecond, which is what we need Cornet to do. This is what I mean. Like Ben Rama can take players on, but he don't. He he doesn't skip past them. Same with Bowen. Bowen's not got the legs, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't really yeah. mind if Cornet started over either of them, to be honest, because like you said, something's got to give. As long as long as Skamaka starts, I think I think with uh, he's he, not going to start, man. Keep dreaming. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't look, know. At the, I don't know. Look, look at the strikers Moyes had at Everton, like the typical Moyes strikers that come to my mind are Nikita Jelavic, uh, Jakubu, and I think it was Victor Anichebe. Like three, it, it's the same type of striker, like a fat, f- tall guy that's going to stand in the box and score goals. He doesn't know how to use a striker that knows how to pass knows how to yeah yeah for sure well that's the thing that i've been thinking about with skamaka in particular is that he's so good at linking the play and kind of getting the ball to his feet with his back to goal if you play cornet and bowen on either side of them and have them almost play as like inside forwards the way that mane and sala used to play off of firmino not that the quality is comparable but just from a tactical standpoint like a, it'll give us something different that teams haven't seen us do this year. And B, that's probably our best avenue to score in goals. Is it not? I, I agree. Well, yeah. Like, I, I don't know what you think, but like the thing is with Danny Ings is like, he's, I don't know, I think he's not, he's not a lone striker. Do you know what I mean? He's so isolated. Yeah. He's not, yeah. he's not got Antonio's strength. He's not got Skamaka's height or strength. He's so isolated. Hence why he touched the ball, what you say, like 10 times. 10 like, times, 10 times. What is the point of playing him? Unless we're playing like, I mean, the, the, the thing is with the Forest game, it's like it was such a, like, anomaly in terms of, they, they had the worst away record on the league. Like, I don't... They're they're horrible. They might be the reason we yeah. stay up. I don't, okay. uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I was going to say, what, who, who do you guys think is actually going to go down? Forest, Southampton, and Bournemouth. I think Le- I think Forest. Leeds over Forest. I think I've, yeah, I think Leeds are going down, but Forest I think Southampton like the, is staying up. Forest have like the third hardest schedule remaining in the league. They're cooked. Yeah, and they're awful. They're terrible. I think Bournemouth, uh, Forest, and Leeds are going down. Like appointing Javi Gracia to get you out of a yeah, it's uh, weird. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's awful. How many points do you guys think we need from this week with uh, Southampton, Newcastle, and Fulham? Just like, if we don't get X amount of points, we're going down. Um, I think we'd be fine with like 35, 36. No, I mean from this week, from those three oh. games. Um, but I agree, 35, 36, I think it gets it done. These teams are terrible, as are we. Five or six, I think you have to beat Southampton, and I think yeah, I think a, a draw or a win versus 
that one. Uh, yeah, draw versus all win versus Newcastle, Fulham. I think I think, I think Newcastle. Yeah, I think Newcastle's WWE run is over. I think right. that. I don't think so. I, I think, think they're, they're cooked. I think right. I think. Yeah, man. You think they're gonna finish in the Champions League places? Newcastle. Yeah, fourth. They're, they're falling off, man. They're cooked. No, nah, I've not really looked at the table to be honest. But Spurs are. I think Spurs are closest, aren't they? Spurs, Spurs are, are, are above them. But they oh Newcastle got game in hand. Well, it, but their game, game in game. hand is against New- us. What what kind? How many points are they gonna get from that? Newcastle have two games in hand on Tottenham and are two points behind. I wouldn't rule Liverpool out, you know. That's what I'm saying. Is nah. like Liverpool are back, man. They look really good. Liverpool are seven points behind Tottenham. Those are gonna fall two games with 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 two games in hand, Alan. Liverpool. Yeah, also I mean, yeah but like, who do Liverpool play? Man City next. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. They own them. Liverpool have Man City, Chelsea, Arsenal, Leeds, Tottenham, us. Uh, wait, no. Nottingham Forest, Fulham, Brentford, Leicester, Villa, and Southampton on the final day. Southampton will already be down? No, I don't think so. Tell us about Southampton, Alan. Tell us why we should be scared for this Saturday. Tell me about Paul Onowatu. (laughs) Paul Onowatu probably won't play because... Has he played for them he's, yet? I haven't yeah, seen I him. I was gonna say, I, yeah, I he's been he's been starting uh, for Hasenhutl at the start. Then he got sacked, um, and the new guy I can't remember his name for the left wing. If I wanted to, uh, oh, it's still a mana. Wait, yeah. he's, Wait he's no, I'm talking about the manager. Oh, Sally. oh, oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, and when Salas came in, he started on the watch for like a week or two and then dropped him uh, to the bench and Onuatu <laughs> has been playing a like here and the coming of the bench has um, like, Orsic been playing for them? no he's out of the squad completely they just don't like, play him just, yeah he's like nowhere to be seen that's so weird yeah but like I'm going to be scared for that game uh, well, yeah. If I saw the lineup, our record's pretty good against Southampton, though, you know. Apart from last, I think yeah. we lost, last season was actually a bit rough. But um, I also say we we always beat them when we're in the shit. Yeah, like we beat them. I mean, um, yeah, we beat them with our Nardovich when we were a point above them in seventeenth. We beat them with that Haller oh, goal at St Mary's yeah. when we were in the relegation zone. Bowen scored his baby versus Southampton when we were in the shit. Yeah, I feel like they're quite soft, if you know what I mean. Like they're one of those teams that would collapse quite easily. I mean, it's a very talented young team, and it's just—I don't know. I think they're going to stay up because they're on on some good form. Like the game against Tottenham, that was a very very impressive uh, performance. I just don't think they're good. No, I think they're done. I think they're. I think they're not like. I'm most confident about them going down, and everyone's kind of getting on like the Bournemouth high. But I don't know. I, I'm still. I'm still think Bournemouth are down. Like I think it would be more. Yeah, but Bournemouth, Bournemouth are, are not going to survive. Yeah.
so Declan Rice scoring for England this weekend, but not only scoring for England. I don't know if you guys saw the clip of uh, Zinchenko talking to him after the game today where he asked him, allegedly, I mean, it's just Arsenal fans trying to lip read on Twitter, which is always a very reliable source. But they say that Zinchenko said, you joining? And that Rice said, we'll see. Um, I guess my overarching question for that is, you know, obviously he's going to leave, but how has he actually handled this whole he's going to leave thing? Because, you know, everybody's always talked about he's twerking this, he's twerking that. But I feel like this season it's almost just felt a little different. Like he's got one foot out the door. I mean, I think he's done quite well. Um, like, obviously, the amount of questions he has been getting at press conferences about uh, like playing in the Champions League and stuff. It, he's always going to like say something that the fan base isn't going to like. Uh, oh yeah, I don't blame him for those answers, but I, it just almost feels like his head's not in it. I feel like he loses his head so quickly these days. Maybe it's the captaincy. I don't know what it is, but I mean, he's. I think he's just frustrated at. At where we are and he's probably yeah. not expected to leave us after a shit season like that it's not a shit season if he lifts that damn conference league trophy oh yeah then for sure if we stay up he's of course. Get his eyes he's got to get his eyes on uh Fiorentina and get his uh battle with um i forget emrabat's first name um, right now sophia his older brother Sofian Amrabat get his eyes on that competition. Hopefully, be like a race replacement. I wouldn't mind that as a replacement next summer. Oh hell yeah! I think he wants, I think he wants to go to Barcelona because yeah, well, that, that was happening in January. I think got blocked. I think he can cry. But <laughs> he would be yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. My opinion on Rice is different. To be honest, I think I don't. I don't think. It, I mean, a lot of it is. His own, like a lot of it is media speculation that he can't control, but I think he shouldn't have said those comments before the World Cup. I think, like in that press conference when he said about the Champions League, because like it's obvious he wants to, but I don't, I don't know what you guys think. I, I don't know. I feel like it'd be it would be denied somewhere, but surely it doesn't help the dressing room if everyone knows the captain like willingly like he doesn't want to be there. Like he's got one foot out the door, and I don't think it's like oh he doesn't want to be here. Like he's gonna like. Paul Dimitri Pied or anything like that. Yeah, I agree with that. I think he's made it clear enough with the rejection of contracts and all of that stuff that he doesn't need to gush over and over again about, oh, the Champions League this, I'd love to win trophies this. Like, you're going to leave at the end of the season. That's been known for years, honestly, with the way his contract situation has gone. So just shut up, keep us in the league, and leave. Like, I'm not going to like, despise that. him anything or anything like that after he leaves, but – you know, I just think that, like you said, especially with the position we're in, this cannot help. Just it's another, it's more fuel to the fire that I don't think that we need. Yeah, I don't think he's been a good, good captain this season, personally. I like, agree so, with that. In terms of like yeah, compared to last season, in terms of like, like you said, like he throws his arms up in the air, gets frustrated more. But you didn't really see that last season. Like, isn't even, that Mark Noble holding his hand anymore? Well, that, that's kind of the debate, isn't it? But last season, you didn't hear that. Like, if if we lose, like, I can't remember many times he came out and, like, said, I don't know, or, like, 
like was kind of brutally honest and like press like in interviews like he is now because I know it's not going well but I, I don't I don't think it was like that last season because he seemed much more happy to be there now the team's like you said like the team's down in the dumps he he it looks like he's got one foot out the door and I understand it to an extent but it's just like man like we're asking you for one last or two last things because the conference league too but we're just asking you for like two more months and I don't think his performances have really suffered that much it's not that I just think that it could have been handled better um but hey at least he scored for England it's pretty crazy how established he is for them I don't yeah. I, I, I think his performances are I don't think he's having as big as an influence on games do you know I, I mean? think I, some games he has I remember the the first half in the Arsenal game he was unbelievable and that really there was like a two month stretch. Like remember the Newcastle game, he was unbelievable. Yeah. But I think yeah, I actually I thought um the Villa game he was pretty invisible. Yeah, he was quite bad in that game. I don't I don't think you should be taking corners personally either. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, like yeah. Yeah. Declan Rice and corners, like what's wise fucking thinking? It's just more is, he it's just that Deck thinks he's LeBron. Yeah, he he thinks he, I think he also has that in terms of because he's so good at driving with the ball, he it kind of like he wants to go too far the other way and be more attacking than he's actually he's obviously a better defender than he is an attacker because he would he would have more goals otherwise. Well, I think part of that I think that if Moyes had just gone out and signed an Amadou Onana or even somebody who really just sits deep, he could have let Rice play that part of his game more because Rice is probably our best presser of the ball too. Like I don't hate at least at a club at our level or theoretically at our level, having Rice that far up the pitch, running with the ball and stuff. But the thing is, he has to have a midfield partner who's capable of handling things back there, which is, again, why I would start Downs on Saturday against Southampton. Yeah, well, Downs, Downs definitely does have that ability, but he doesn't, he tr- he doesn't trust Downs, which I don't get, because every league yeah. game, he's starting on the right wing, which is just stupid. And every European game he's played, He's played really well, and then he's just not giving giving a look in. Like I don't think he started a league game. I don't think he started a league game in his actual position. I don't know. You you guys might back me up on that, but I don't. Think maybe he's one. Maybe one. Maybe or two. one. Yeah. I can't um. Remember. But the other thing, like I would say, is that with a uh, Moy, because you're saying Moyes doesn't trust downs. Um. He, a he doesn't, and B the thing with downs is like he always mentions oh like. When I bought Leighton Baines and Phil Jagielka, they didn't play for six months. It's like, okay, sure. And then they turned out to be England internationals. We are losing games. Like, you have to try something. Like, Everton were in the top six most of those years, or top seven. I know they had a few 12th place finishes, but those are still mid-table finishes. We are in the relegation zone in April. Like, he has to try something. Like, it's get you can't just throw Suchik out there every week and expect something to change. Well, that's what that's what's so frustrating when you start Suchek because he's like he always goes, "Oh, Suchek might get us a goal and stuff." And like you said earlier, Suchek scored. Such, oh, look, he scored one Premier League goal all season. Like it's ridiculous, and it was that was in August. It was in August. I know. What um, what are your guys' opinion? Like, who would you want the next manager to be? Like, Alan, you probably got more kind of like European knowledge in terms of who's actually out there that we can get. I mean, I'm going for Will Steele or Michael Carrick. Like, there's no other manager. I, it's either of them two. I don't care which one. 
Tarek is the one, man. Tarek, he's the chosen one. He will save us from everything bad in the world. I think I think he's more realistic than Will still. I think like, Will nah. still is more realistic than Tarek. I think if they get promoted, I can't see us getting our hands on Michael Carrick. Yeah. But I think in terms of more yeah, the true. owners, though, like they'll see Carrick as like a former player. He's more experienced in that regard. And it's like pre- and it's like English football. Uh, you know what Davis yeah. like. Sullivan is about to fuck off. So like, the other thing I would say is that um, with Will Still, I mean Will Still has given us the Declan Rice treatment. He won't stop talking about us. So yeah. like, at some point, he just feels more likely to me. But I think that if we get Carrick, like we can really push on. Because like Carrick, he's... really, every everything he's shown as a manager, whether it's as an intern at United or at Middlesbrough, he's elevated his teams and his players, which you can't say the same about Moyes for a long period of time. No, I agree. Has Skamaka played this international break? I think they're playing now. Yeah, he's playing today. He's starting? Um, wait. Yeah, I don't, I don't. We could use him getting some minutes so he can get his quote unquote physical data where it needs to be, David Moyes. Came on after 66 minutes. He, oh, he played against England? And or he, was, no, oh, this is. Uh, play, they just yeah. beat Malta 2 now. But he, he came on after 66 minutes. But it, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> nearly, nearly scored a bicycle kick, I think. He, he nearly someone said that into the group no, he, didn't, he didn't um he didn't play he only came on off the, he came on like the 85th minute against england but the only reason even mancini said the only reason he's basically not playing it well is he said that he, he's not getting enough game time and there's a yeah. lot coming out of the italy camp though like where he's not playing because he's not getting enough game time but they all seem very confident in his ability like i don't know if it was mancini or a different coach or player but somebody was like, Munchini. yeah, he'll be yeah. the man again at West Ham in no time. So it really makes you wonder what the hell Moyes is doing. Um, and if it works out, it works out great. But the thing is, somebody has to start scoring goals. I said this last week. Every time we've been saved, it's never a bunch of different people chipping in. It's always one or two guys just saving our asses. Like when it was Arnautovic or when it was Antonio or when it was Lanzini. Like, it's always one or two guys, and we don't have that guy who's going to save us right now. Well, that's what I mean. He's sit- like you said, the Skamaka's sitting on the bench. How are we meant to know? I'm not being funny. Yeah. Based, like, based on that goal he scored against Wolves in the league, he scored a... Oh, I don't know who it was against in the Conference League. Away game, he scored absolutely screaming. Stop as well. Work. Yeah. Work. Like, I'm not being ball, funny. Yeah. You'll not see Antonio do that. Maybe one that one goal for Jamaica, Antonio. Oh, yeah, no <laughs> but, the like, one goal for Jamaica and the one goal against AEK Larnaca. I know. I'd, oh, true. I, yeah. I don't think Danny Ings has scored a goal outside the box in the league. Not so, not in a few years. He scored a few for Southampton when he had like nineteen that one year. Yeah. So like, it's not. I don't. I don't know. I just. Yeah. I don't have the. I don't have the it's, faith in Moyes. It's just so frustrating because the other thing is Skamaka's last league start against Leeds, he was very good. He scored another ridiculous finish from outside the box. I do yeah. agree Skamaka needs to get himself into the box and more available, but we've seen that that's there when he's playing consistently, like against Fulham. He had he should have had a hat-trick. Um, but 
like he created both goals against Leeds, like effectively. So at a certain point, like I don't see the harm in trying it. He is the only striker who's given us consistent good performances this season when he started. That's true. And like this might sound controversial, but I'm more I'll be more upset about Skamaka leaving than Rice now because Rice has already been accepted. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone knows. He's oh yeah, I complete. I completely agree. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because if let Skamaka go, it's just another wasted talent. Well, you know he'll go to AC Milan, Juventus, and, and he'll, he'll be like Haller. He'll be like Haller. He'll Inter. yeah. He'll play Champions League. He'll he'll have six goals in the group. It was like something ridiculous. Like you just know it's gonna happen, and then it'll be. He'll, he'll be in the Ballon d'Or conversation. Yeah, like he'll, he'll yeah. get a horrible disease, and then everybody will pretend that they love them. And West Ham Central uh, will be praying for him, even though West Ham Central borderline shit. called hilarious slur while he was here. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, like seriously though, like I I don't want to get into the whole West Ham Central part of this, but like, like dude, the I I'm just not even gonna talk about him because he does not deserve the time of day, but. That the way that he talks about our players, like I know that we've all said some like crazy stuff, especially about Suchek, but no one like just has the undertones of West Ham Central when he talks about some of our players. It changes more like the weather. I mean, yeah, it's like he he'll tweet about oh, Lanzini needs to play more, and then Lanzini will play, and he'll be like, he's never been the same. It's like time to go. Like Lanzini was one of our most important players last year. Yeah. We went to a Europa League semi final. Jesus Christ. It is mad how far we've gone. I mean, backwards in terms of from that. But like ever, like you, like you, last season, but like everyone says, the league form was like was was really bad for so long. It was falling off a cliff, yeah. we The only game I can remember us winning down like the last two months of last year was Norwich. Uh, and Villa, Yarmolenko. Villa, yes. Yes, but that, that, was, that was a charity win. Oh, yeah. But, but even... Even the last game of the season, like Brighton, like all the players are checked out. Yeah, I don't remember so many, that. So that was so frustrating. I mean, that might save us in the long run if we win the Conference League and be a blessing in disguise, but that game was so frustrating because we should have finished sixth. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm kind of quite happy because you're ra- like, you're rather, I'd rather, like this season in hindsight, you'd rather be in the Conference League than Europa because oh, we, of actually course. Have, we actually have a chance of winning it. Yeah, look at but the teams in the Europa League now. Jesus Christ! Yeah, no, it's mental, isn't it? I don't want, I don't want Moyes taking us into Europa next season, though. No, like, no chance. I don't have. I, that's what I mean. Like, it's such a, a conundrum. I don't think he will go if we win the Conference League, and you can't really blame them because how can they? Sack no, them? yeah, of course you sack can't. The manager. Sack the manager who wins your first trophy in forty-three years or whatever. But um, I would be willing to give Moyes another chance if we win the Conference League and finish like fifteenth. Not because I want to, but just because that's going to be the reality. Yeah. And like, I would much rather win the Conference League and stay up, and like, still have European football and still keep trying to push up and like keep players like Paqueta, hopefully, than just kind of start from scratch again. I think it depends on the performances, really, doesn't it? it that's all it depends on in terms of is the football game any better? If it is. If it is, then yeah, give, that, give him okay, yeah. a chance. But I, I don't, I don't yeah. see it happen. I don't see it happening until he he drops people like Suchek or Fabianski. Yeah, one thing I'll say. Well, that's the thing is that at some point, 
sorry, Alan, but just at some point, like you have to take the decision away from him and get Stuchek out of the club. He has too much say over chances at this point. Newman has to be the one running that. And Moyes doesn't need to get final send off. Like you see it all the time in other sports, the general manager or the director of football, whatever you want to call them, needs to be in charge of putting together a squad for the manager to choose from. Obviously the manager can have stay, but when Moyes is trying to be like, oh, well, Stuchek is my guy. Like, well, too bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One thing I'll say is no matter the if we win the conference league or not, if the performances improve or not, if David Moyes resigns Fabianski, I'm just not going to say <laughs> a good word about him. Like, there's Truly no that's your, uh, that's your countryman. That is my countryman, but I don't want to see <laughs> Lukas Fabianski at this club past this season. Wait, so he should never play again for us. His contract is expiring this summer, isn't it? Yeah. yeah surely, yeah, but sure, I'm not being funny. Like, surely he re, surely he resigns because he's not gonna. I don't know. Like, I don't. I think I. I thought he. I thought they like activated a one year extension. To be honest, uh, he has a one year yeah, extension, sure. but I'm it's not sure been activated. Be activated. I hope yeah, it, it, it won't be. Right no, I don't think Moyes rates Ariola. He doesn't. He doesn't rate Ariola. Moise. Well, Moyes, again, I've said this like three times today, Moyes can cry then because, yeah. you know what, Fabianski's going to come back and he's going to have the eyesight of my fucking grandfather. Um, yeah, so out of contract this summer, and I'd be interested to get your guys' thoughts on who should be kept around and who should go. Out of contract this summer, Vladimir Kufal, Manuel Lanzini, Aaron Cresswell, Lucas Fabianski, and Angelo Ogbonna. Um, what do you do with those five? I'd let Fabianski oh. leave. Um, yeah, possibly resign Kufal on a like a one year extension for depth because he's, I still like he's him. gone for me. He's gone. Um, yeah, I don't know because he's had a bit of upturn in form. Kufal, I like Kufal. I mean that's one thing, but like he's on low wages. He's a very solid option. Sure. Like, I'd keep him for like a one year deal. Ben Johnson Ben Johnson is on lower wages. And if we're being serious, the idea awful. like I'd rather Tufal stay than, uh, than Johnson. They're the same level of player nah. and both of them get decent patches of form. I we have to really. upgrade at right back no matter oh, what yeah. this summer. That's so basically, you're asking who would you rather have around as a backup? Would you rather have an academy kid who's like decent and has shown the ability to have good stretches of games, who helps you meet your English quota and all that fun stuff? Or would you rather have Thomas Suchek's boyfriend? I'd rather Thomas oh, Suchek's yeah. boyfriend, for sure. I don't rate uh, John, Johnson uh, anymore. Johnson could play left back, though. I don't yeah, care. I think Johnson just gives you more as a squad option than Kufal does. He and Kufal's already out of contract. He's he's 30 years old. He has not been able to stay fit for long periods of time for two years. I'm out on I would I like both. Kufal, but I think it's just time to go. I would keep both. You would keep both and sign a right back? Yes. It's a crowded squad. I would sell Carrere, probably. Or like keep him as a option at centre-back, but... Like we need that. Yeah, he's gonna be a fourth. I'm. He's gonna be a fourth center back. Actually, yeah. Hopefully, I'm selling Crespo for sure. We need. We need an. We need an Aguad level center back because I. I like Zoom. I like. like I think Zoom is a good player, but he's so injury prone. Like. Well, I agree, Ali. We need to sign a third top level center back. Yeah. At least at our level, 
would you take Harry Maguire? Yeah. Oh yeah. I would. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Anyone who says no would, like um, needs to lay off the crack, like, come on. Well who would you who would you give captain next season? That's the thing. I think Aguerd should be captain. Aguerd. Unless Agbana gets another yeah. charity when I was just attention. about to say I'm keeping Agbana giving him the armband unless we sign like Ward Prowse or something like play, that. He won't play. He That's fine. Mark Noble didn't play. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Who would be your on? Would Agbana be your on pitch captain? Oh, I, I would. Yeah, Agbana would be my on pitch captain. I don't know. I think Cresswell will be captain. No, Cresswell has to go. Hopefully, Shut I, up. I, hopefully Cresswell is playing for Leighton Orient next season. He's not good enough for Leighton Orient. Your, fav- your favorite player will be back next season, Alan. Yes, finally. Oh, yeah, we don't need Cresswell. Masterwaku is coming back. Uh, yeah. There's no way Masterwaku stays, surely. Could you imagine? I mean, if Besiktas don't, like, don't use the uh, buyout clause, then he's coming back. And I, I will be, I will be there. I will be there. <laughs> and after Masuaku you know, plays again for West Ham United, I don't care if it's a fucking game in like Australia. I will fly to Australia for for friendly against <laughs> Tottenham or whoever we, we, we play. We do need an Arthur Masuaku Ramentida against Tottenham in Australia in a friendly. Well, like, what I was gonna say though, he's, yeah. I was just gonna say like, he's had like three. You know, if you think about Masuaku at West Ham, like he's had so many times where you feel like he's done, like he's done, and, he, and he's he just coming comes back. back. Yeah, Moyes, Moyes just sticks him in like left wing back, and he just has like ten games where he's absolutely unreal. Do you remember like when Lingard was here? Yeah, and like Masuaku. Yeah, that yeah. Like, injury he's done. He's done. ruined me. Yeah, well he's he's too injured. I, I mean, I I definitely don't want him back. He can't move the way he used to be. Uh, a weird stat about Masawaku is as a left back and a back four, you know he's only started five games in a row in that position once. Yeah, really. It was it yeah. was like December. It was under, uh, no, it was uh, April 2019 under Pellegrini. Okay, yeah, I knew it was 1819. Yeah, he, but... he, was, he was so good yeah, that, in that run of games. That, so that was when we got. Yeah, the Manchester United yeah. game was the game I'm thinking of. We got robbed. That was my birthday. Yeah. We got robbed in that game. Was, was, that ridiculous. That? was that when Anderson? Yeah. Scored? Yeah, it was Antonio when he scored twice, job. but the one was disallowed, and Antonio hit the bar. Yeah, Antonio hit the bar. Didn't go on to play in that game. Yeah, and uh, Pogba scored two penalties. Yeah. yeah. I don't think one, uh, one wasn't a penalty, I don't think. No, yeah, one of them wasn't. And then the, the other one was uh, Ryan Fredericks. Fredericks, oh, Rugby, he <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had to. I hate He yeah, had to, for sure. He, I, I could not stand Ryan Fredericks. But then, like, I think the Fredericks tackle, uh, I think Martial was offside for that. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. That, that adds up. So, v, like, um, VR. Yeah, it was VR pre-VAR. Was seasonal. I mean, VAR doesn't matter. Old Trafford, we conceded a goal last year. Old Trafford that was offside and wasn't disallowed. So yeah, and then the uh, the one where the ball went over Moise's head at the touchline. Oh, oh, that was absurd. Yeah, that was, that was bad. Yeah, that was awful. Um, so on these expiring players, Manu Lanzini, do you send him? I'm keeping Lanzini. Not on small wages anymore. I don't care. Oh, I would keep I would, around too. I, we need. Some... I would, but I think he's gonna leave. We need. Oh, he's absolutely gonna leave. He's gonna be playing for River Plate next season. We feel like you need to renew most of them to keep their value. 
No, we need no, the dressing look, room. Like, there's no one from the dressing room left. Like, Kufal, Kufal is the only one that you're losing value. Uh, well, Kufal and Lanzini are the only two that you're really losing value on. Cresswell is going to be 34 next season. Fabianski is going to be 38 in April. Yeah. And Agbana is going to be 35 in May, and he tore his ACL last season. So, I mean, personally, even if Agbana does retire or whatever happens. I would want him to be kept around the club. Oh, for like, sure. I mean, yeah, can, I agree. Can he coach? Like, I don't know, but <laughs> most likely, I think it's been underrated how much of a leader he's been for this team for a long time. And I think the last two years or so, people are finally starting to take notice to that, which is nice. Um, I think but, I definitely agree. I was gonna say, like, in terms of expiring players, I think the good thing is we're, we've. We're not good with Rice, but the thing that would be quite satisfying with, with Rice going is we're actually going to get good money for a player. Yeah. Like, think about how many players we've sold, like Payet, Arnautovic. Like, we rejected, what, 50 million for Arnautovic. Yeah, or him. Issa Diop, where uh, United won for like million 60 million. Fucking yeah. We rejected 100 million for Dimitri Payet, or we asked for 100 million for Dimitri yeah. Payet. Like, the fact is, if we get. Like even seventy, I think minimums. It's got to be. It's got to be about eighty. But if it's if it's below eighty, I'm gonna be upset. Yeah. If it's below eighty, I'm gonna be upset. I, I think it will be about eighty. If we go down, that. like if we go down, I'm I think 65. I think it might be a hundred flat. If we stay up, then yeah, hundred flat. I mean, the other thing is, I've been thinking about it for like a while now. What if no one pays a hundred for Declan Rice? Do we like keep him? Is he going to I like push for the transfer? Well, the thing is, as I, I think, think what's push. good is that he'll, he'll he'll definitely push. But I also think that um, with both Chelsea and Arsenal ideally showing legitimate interest, one of them is going to have to make the move so the other one doesn't get him. Yeah, and then you also got like Liverpool if Bellingham goes to Madrid. Yeah, they Liverpool can't afford him. They're broke. I think I think he's set. Arsenal's. I think Arsenal's kind of set as well. All the top sources. I, I, I'm yeah, happy with no. that. I'm happy with that. I'd rather. Arsenal yeah, I'd, I'd rather Arsenal. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I mean, play. Joe is Joe is already a borderline Arsenal fan. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I do I to be fair I do like their team. Yeah, I love. Yeah. The Arsenal players now, like Saka. This time next year, I'll hate them though. Oh yeah. Yeah, the fans are going to well, be unbearable gonna, if, if they win the league. If right, if Rice goes to Arsenal, are you gonna, are you gonna like pray his downfall? Nah, no. If you went to Chelsea, then yeah. If right, if, if Rice goes to Arsenal, I hope they win the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, that's maybe true. And I hope he scores the only goal. <laughs> yeah, no, I couldn't. I don't think I could bear him going to Chelsea. I don't think. Surely it won't happen anyway if they're not gonna. I don't think that's Mount's leaving or Mason Mount's going to Liverpool. So, yeah, I don't think Rice is going to be a Chelsea player. Thank God that we made it out of that. Yeah. <clears throat> Who else would you sell this summer? Oh, tough one. It's got to be, it's got to be Suchek. Surely. Oh yeah. And oh, Antonio's got to go. Yeah, Antonio, Antonio, Antonio. Cresswell has to go. Um, I think well, Antonio's going to go on a free. I think Antonio has actually become 
not now in terms of his ability now, but I think his time has definitely come underrated. He's been useless this season, done. like completely, utterly useless. No, but I mean, he's like West Ham career. Not this season, but like, it's kind of come underrated what he's done in the past. Nah, I don't think so. I, I think so. I don't, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think I'd sell many other players. Yeah, there's I, not I many agree with players. that his time's been underrated. Well, we have a small-ish squad, especially for a team that wants to be in Europe or might be in Europe. Um, I wouldn't be against selling career. I just think that it's too much squad turnover at once if we do do that. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah, Antonio gotta go. I think Mubama hopefully will play some part next season. We just like we don't have any players to sell. We sell like, selling even like selling Rice and Suchek. That's funny. Even selling Rice and Suchek in the same summer is a risk to an extent because we don't have players. Well, like, ooh, that's true. On the real though, what do we do with Danny Ings past this season? Like, what? He's on hundred fifty thousand pounds a week. We, we, we just pray to whatever God there is that these two years go quickly. I think is he only on? No, surely he's got more than two years contract. I think it's, it's, a, it's a two and a half year contract. Yeah. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah, it was awful business, wasn't it? I think he'll. St- I think he'll. I think Antonio will go. They'll. Hopefully, Moise Conscious senses re Skamaka because Antonio wants to leave anyway. Skamaka yeah. will start, Ings back up. I think the good that's thing the thing. I don't hate Ings if he's just like a guy that we have available to him. Under a different manager, Ings would be more than fine. Like, for example, let's say Pellegrini. Like, we've seen Pellegrini utilize Chicharito <laughs> very, very well. And, like, uh, yeah, we have. I thought you were going to say under Michael Carrick and you pulled out the Pellegrini card. Nah. I mean, under Carrick, um, Chuba Akpom isn't really a explosive striker, so maybe Dan Inks would work well with him. Do you know I would trust should... Michael Carrick with my life. Do you know who we should get if Arsenal want Declan Rice? Uh, Balagon? Yeah. yeah. Well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I agree. I've I've literally been on the train of getting him to be a U.S. player since he was like not making senior appearances because I knew. Yeah, because he dropped out the England US squad. He was in Orlando this week, and the U.S. squad was in Orlando, but he didn't commit to us. So yeah. he was going. He was at the Magic game. He's at the Magic Knicks game. I think it's ridiculous. It's but like maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe he's talking to them. I mean, he would be our starting striker at the U.S. team. Yeah. What was he gonna do? Play uh, Haji right over him? Get the- <laughs> he he he's awful. That goal he scored. You know, he's you. yo, he's 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 awful. He's awful. But the hold-up play against England was something special. I still refuse to believe if Haji right exists. He does not. He's an NPC. Um, he does not exist. That's not a real player. That goal he scored versus uh, Holland. Yeah, that was hilarious. ridiculous. Ridiculous. Didn't he miss a sitter? So he miss a sitter like before that. Yeah, oh. like two, like two seconds before that, he missed a sitter. Oh, I like how the one good game I'll ever watch him play was against England, though. And he's still. I'm pretty sure he missed a sitter in that game too. I think so. That yeah. was a bad. That was a bad game. Does he, he like? At the bar. Does he like play in Turkey or somewhere? Like, yeah, he does I not like this, guys. He doesn't. I only know that. I don't care. Manager. Um. I think that's a good place to wrap it up, though. Yeah. It's like slow week with the international break and everything. So thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to uh, 
check everyone out on Twitter. Alan at Alan Rizepa, R-Z-E-P-A. Ollie's at underscore O-C-2, O-C-0-2. Um, I'm at J-V-C-K-Z-I-N-I. And follow Hammering underscore Away on Twitter. Check out the blog at hammering-away.com. And we will see you guys next week. Okay. Thank you for listening. Okay. I wanna hop in your ride, set all your holes aside. They're gonna divide the pie, so send me a check to the side. Mustang with the top down, run below he on top now. Stuck on froze when he asked me out, even though he know I don't need it now. Give me cash down, I don't gotta worry. Got my bank account, time's don't ever give.